Okay, there is a very good chance that I'm going to step on a few toes with today's podcast. And you know what? I'm okay with that because there was a time that this podcast would have stomped all over my toes. I am speaking from experience here. Hi, I'm Pam Barnhill, and I have helped thousands of homeschoolers create doable systems, beat burnout, and bring more joy to their homeschool days. Welcome to episode 56 of the 10 Minutes to a Better Homeschool podcast. Okay, let's get right to the part where I make some folks angry. There is a very good chance that your cell phone is a major problem in your homeschool day. We've been talking over the past few episodes about being consistent in our homeschool and some of the things that might stop us from being consistent. Things like perfectionism, which we struggle with sometimes, right? But one of the other things that we struggle with as moms is the distraction that is our cell phone. And this is a tough one because we don't like to admit that the cell phone is a problem because we enjoy it so much but sometimes it is. And so if you're finding yourself pulling back and cringing at what I'm saying here, maybe just stop and be really honest with yourself for a moment and consider, is this something that I should be taking control of in order to make my homeschool a much more effective place for my kids to learn? Okay, so let's get right into why this might be a problem and what are some of the things we could do about it. So we a lot of times have a lot of reasons to offer why the cell phone just has to be in the room with us. Maybe you have somebody that you need to be available to, like your husband or a relative, maybe an elderly parent or even a college teen. And so you feel like you need to be available to that person all the time. Maybe you use your cell phone as a tool to do things in your homeschool, like play music or audiobooks or videos. So you feel like you need to have it close at hand. I mean, you may even have some of your lesson plans on your cell phone. Or maybe you feel like you need to have your cell phone close at hand so you can connect with other moms during the day because you feel so isolated all day long. I mean, hey, I get that. So these are very valid reasons sometimes for needing to have your cell phone close by. There's a truth to all of these. But there is also a truth to the fact that your cell phone is also the reason why your school day didn't start until after 11 a.m. It might also be the reason that you lost the kids sometime after the math worksheet because you just got sucked in and they just kind of wandered away. Or it might be the reason why you cut the day short again and told everyone to just go play. I used to struggle with this problem, and honestly, if I let myself, I could very easily struggle with it again. So that makes me qualified to offer these next bits of advice. Here are some of the things that you can do, some of the things that I have done to reduce the cell phone distraction in the homeschool. So the first tip I have for you is to just put the phone out of the room. If there is any way you possibly can, remove the cell phone to another room, dock it in your bedroom, in an office, in some room that you are not in, in the kitchen, plug it in in there. This is a great time to charge it and just leave it out of the room you are in. If there is no reason that you need the cell phone, then put it in another place. That is absolutely the best thing you could do. Now, if you're like, I really need to have the phone in order to uh, play videos or play music, there are a couple of other things you could do. First of all, 
a laptop might not be as big of a distraction for you. It might, but it might not. So maybe you could have some kind of laptop or desktop computer that you play the videos and the music on instead of the handheld device. So that's the first thing you could do. Another thing you could do is if you have some kind of Google Home or Apple Home or Alexa device, you could have your audiobooks and your music kind of queued up on that and ask that device to play the audiobooks or the music instead of having a cell phone in the room. Now, if you need to be available to receive texts or messages or phone calls during the day, and sometimes we have very valid reasons for needing that, um, another thing that I would recommend, and I did this for years, actually I still do this, is having a Fitbit. And so this is a relatively inexpensive device. It helps you get healthy and count your steps. Always a great thing for the new year. But the other thing is some of the models will actually connect to your cell phone and they can show you the first few lines of your text or who is calling you. So just with a little flip of your wrist, you could see who is calling you during the school day or who is texting you and the first few lines of what they're saying. So you know immediately, hey, this is something I need to walk into the other room and pick up my cell phone and take care of, or, oh, I can totally ignore this particular message. So having a Fitbit that would do that, there are probably some other kind of fitness devices that would do it. You could even do an Apple Watch. That's a much more pricey option, uh, but that is something that you could have as well. So finding However you can to get the phone out of the room is the biggest and easiest way to eliminate the distraction. And I don't do that anymore. I don't have to do that anymore. Uh, It's easier now that my kids are teenagers, quite frankly. But when they were little, there were a number of years there where that was what I did. I had my Fitbit on to see if it was my husband calling or, you know, my mother texting. But other than that, the phone stayed out of the room. So that's the first thing. Now, if that is not entirely possible for you, if you can't do that, there are some other ways to kind of uh, scaffold the distractions down. So let's talk about those. Another thing you could do is use a custom focus setting on your phone. Now, I have an iPhone and we have all of these different focus settings on there. Uh, If you have an Android, I'm sure there's something similar or you can get an app for this, but you could set up a custom focus just for your school day. And so basically, you would still get a notification if your husband or your mother called or that teen who's at college, anybody that you absolutely needed to communicate with, you could still get a notification for that, but you could turn off all other notifications for a certain period of time. And you can schedule these for different times during the day, or you can uh, just manually turn it on at the beginning of your school day and then turn it off when your school day is over. So you're going to have to do a little bit of Googling to figure out how to set up a custom focus setting for your particular device. But this would be a great way to only allow through the distractions that you need, because they're all distractions, even if they're necessary distractions, uh, but eliminate the ones you don't. So you're not going to be getting Instagram notifications or Facebook notifications or TikTok notifications, but you will be notified if your elderly grandmother needs your help. So that's another thing that you could do. The next thing that you could do is set some specific times for using your cell phone. So in an iPhone, there's actually a screen time setting that you can use that 
shuts down apps during particular times a day. So if it's not just the notifications that are a problem, but kind of this tendency that we have to like pick up our phone. So what will happen is like the kids will go to get their math book and you really don't mean to do it. You don't even think about the fact that you're picking up your phone and you're starting to scroll on it. And let me tell you, when the kid walks back in the room with the math book and you're sucked into some Facebook conversation, they are not going to say, hey, mom, you need to do math with me. They're going to like put the math book down and slip away and go do something else. So if you find yourself getting distracted in that way, you can actually set up screen time so that certain apps are not allowed during specific times of day. And if you need to do this to build good habits of cell phone usage, there's nothing wrong with doing this. And so turn off those apps for certain times of day. Now, right now, I don't use screen time to turn off apps for specific times a day. I actually use screen time to set a limit for how long I am quote unquote, allowed to use that app. Now, I'm a grown woman. I'm allowed to use the app as much as I want to. But I like to get that little reminder that my time for Facebook today is almost up. And then I have to make a conscious decision. Do I want to do Facebook for one more minute? Do I want to ignore my Facebook limit for the day? Or do I keep on using Facebook? And I've got that limit set up for Facebook and Instagram. TikTok's not really a problem for me. But if it was, I could do that. And so, Having a limit of some kind set, either a limit that says, I'm not allowed to use these apps during these hours, or a limit that says, today, I get 30 minutes to scroll Instagram, and that is it. Those can be really helpful. So like I said, in an iPhone, that is your screen time app. But if you have an Android, I am sure that there are apps that you can use to uh to set that up as well. And then the last little tip I have for you, um, actually I have two more little tips. One more little tip you can use is to set an alarm in the morning. So if you like to get up and kind of scroll social media while you drink your coffee and that's one of life's little pleasures for you, I'm not gonna tell you not to do that. Actually, I sometimes like to do that myself. I don't do it every day. I used to do it a lot more, but it it was just something that was I like to do. Set an alarm on your phone, and this is the time that you need to put down your cell phone and get ready for your school day. And I actually have one of these for work. I actually come in and work in the morning because my kids are teens and we start school a little bit later. I have two alarms, one that goes off about 30 minutes before I want to start school. That one's just the reminder, hey, make sure the kids are up, make sure everybody's getting ready to start school. You need to come out of any deep work that you're doing. And then the other one is actually 10 minutes before I want to start school. And that one's, hey, get your bottom up out of the chair, close down the computer and go out there and get ready to start the school day. So sometimes setting some alarms will help you with that. That helps you build that muscle, that good habit muscle of putting down the cell phone. And then finally, reward yourself. So if you're turning off your ability to get notifications, if you're turning off your ability to access apps, have a time during the day when you know you're going to be done with school and have everything turn on at that time and give yourself 15 minutes to sit down and just enjoy whatever app it is you want to enjoy. Listen to your favorite podcast, um, you know, watch a few reels on Instagram. We don't want to be so stoic 
that we completely eliminate some of the little things that just give us joy, like connecting with other homeschool moms or laughing at funny memes or things like that. So have a time during the day where you reward yourself for a school day well done with just a little bit of fun, light social media time. We have been talking all about homeschool consistency for the past few weeks, and I hope that some of the things that we have chatted about speak to you and help make a difference in your homeschool. Remember, consistency is the number one thing that you can do, the number one habit you can build to have a successful homeschool. So starting January 31st, we're going to be journeying together in our Elevate Your Homeschool coaching program to make the mindset shifts needed to fix your consistency problems for good. You're going to learn even more tools that you can use to eliminate distractions like cell phones and other distractions and get the coaching and accountability you need to be consistent in your homeschool, get your kids on board, and bring more ease to your homeschool days. We'll have live coaching weekly for six weeks, daily accountability text, weekly check-ins, a private podcast feed so you can listen on the go, and proven solutions that have helped over a thousand moms with their homeschool consistency issues. Find out more at pambarnhill.com slash elevate today. Okay, so that's the end of our consistency series. Next week, I will be back again. We're going to be talking about keeping your house clean. (laughs) How do you go about doing that when you live there all day long? Until then, keep on homeschooling.